<sighs> Welcome everybody to Struggle City. <laughs> <laughs> you just start off like, oh god, guys, this is a lot. <laughs> Honestly, this week's episode, I think we barely made it. <laughs> well, I don't know about you, but I barely made it here. I know. Well, you got a stack of broken laptops <laughs> next to you. I know, and my. I'm currently using a MacBook from 2009 that can't even update to the latest Chrome software. So I'm currently using uh, Microsoft Edge, which I don't know if anybody uses that search engine, but I currently am to record this podcast right now. I don't know a single person. Like sometimes I'll click on something and it'll like auto open in Microsoft Edge. I'm like, ew, okay. I'm seriously not going to use your service if you go to Microsoft Edge. Well, it's almost as bad as using Bing. Yeah. <laughs> Might as well use Ask Jeeves at that point. Yeah, right? Alrighty, guys. We thank you so much for joining us on another episode of Crime on Tap. We're going to have a little fun episode. It's going to be a nice, lighthearted episode. Nothing too crazy. Well, I don't know what you have. I don't know what kind of material you got, Megan, but my articles are pretty fun. So, um, I, th- I think I have, a, I have a mixture. Okay. I would say. So... But I definitely think we're going to need a break for the um, topic that we have already planned for next week. Yes. Definitely. I feel like this is going to be needed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you can go back and listen to this after you hear next week's. Yes. It's, it's going to be a lot to unpack. <laughs> <laughs> so guys, be sure to be um, following us on Instagram to keep updated on all the latest Crime on Tap news. Um, we do our best to update over there. <laughs> we do our very best. <laughs> very best. We sometimes update, sometimes, a lot of times don't. <laughs> but be sure to follow us over there because once we start posting, you will be sure to not want to miss a single thing. Also, be sure to share the podcast with all your family and friends. We're currently sitting at a solid 8 to 10 listeners every single week. So if you want to join the Crime on Tap family, we're just a couple of tappers over here. Oh my god, I was just thinking we gotta think of a name. Yes. Our tappers. I was thinking, yeah, mm, we gotta brainstorm some different names. Mm-hmm. So if you guys I like have tappers. Any, any suggestions for us, be sure to DM us over on Instagram. Um, but yeah, we gotta give our little family a name here. Like Gaga and her little monsters? Yes, <laughs> we're like the tappers. <laughs> maybe we'll workshop it yeah um but yes be sure to share with your family and friends um we would really appreciate the support and it really helps us out in getting the podcast out to more listeners for now megan a little segment we'd like to do on our podcast is what are we drinking because we can't talk about true crime or any of the crazy stories later on this episode without a little alcohol in our system isn't that right <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. So um, <laughs> it's drinking to get through. That's really what it was. <laughs> right. Um, so what are you drinky drinky today, oh. Shawnee? So drinky drinky for Shawnee. We are out <laughs> of olive liquor. We're out of um, any kind of beer. And like last week, the only alcohol in our house is the Bud Light iced tea seltzer that neither <laughs> of us want to drink. I opened the fridge and this is all we got. So today I have a tangerine Bud Light iced tea, and it is disgusting. Don't buy it. Bud Light, do not sponsor us. I don't want your sponsorship. <laughs> it's trash. Um, yeah, I see you have some ice cubes in it to, like, water it down, maybe? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's going to water down quickly. So that's what I'm drinking. What are you drinking, Megan? So today I have – I forgot I had it. When we went to – Nick and I, when we went to the Renaissance Fair – um, in June, they had like a mead stand. And so Nick knows how much I love my alki alki. So he bought me apple honey wine at the mead Ooh. stand. And I think the brand is Private Scott or something. And it's Vermont. It's local. Yeah. Um, and I've had a couple of sips before and it's pretty good. But um, poured myself a glass tonight. Wow, that's that's like a crafted wine. Like I don't think I've ever had like a you know like beer with like ingredients and yeah, you know, so it's, tone, it's like, undertones and whatever. Yeah. So Megan, if we have nothing else to say, how about we take a sippy sippy and mm-hmm. get right into the podcast? Alrighty. So guys, on today's episode of Crime on Tap, as you can probably see from the title, and as you've probably noticed from many of our past episodes, we'd love to shit on (laughs) the great state of Florida. Mm -hmm. Actually, we like to shit on everybody, but Florida is just so easy. (laughs) Yeah. 
I mean, anything that's happening in the news that is bizarre or wild, eight times out of ten, it's probably happening in Florida. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the crazy stories, not like the the run of the mill. Oh, there's a burglary. It's like in Florida, it's a burglary, but but the man is wearing like his grandma's panties on his head or something. <laughs> yeah. Like that's what <laughs> that's Florida. Yeah, but you know what? I think I know why it, there's always stuff happening in Florida. Well, I don't know if it's well, I don't know, but I'm just gonna say a lot of crazy shit happens in Florida because they have all the time to do it because it's always you know sunny there. Here in, you know, New England area, I mean, six or seven months out of the year, we're hibernating. So nobody's outside to do crazy shit. Yeah, that's possible. (laughs) But then you think about like other states like Texas and California and like Georgia and North Carolina, you know, not as much crazy shit happens there. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I think it's like um, they got they got gators. They got a lot of drugs. It's swampy. No, drugs. Oh, I'm, I'm saying bugs. Oh, <laughs> you're sticking with bugs. <laughs> I'm sticking with bugs. Megan and myself have prepared pretty recent stories um, that are just bizarre. Not just your run-of-the-mill murder or kidnapping. Really bizarre things um, that are happening down in Florida. So, yes. Megan, without further ado, do you want to kick it off with your first story? Yes, I can kick it off, and I'm kicking it off hard. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, I'm ready. Okay, so this happened in New Smyrna Beach, Florida. Florida. And so the theme of mine is, do you remember that meme where everyone was like, look up your birthday in Florida man and see like your Florida man crime. Do you remember that? I've never heard of that. Okay. So it was a trend for a while and everyone was like, look up your birthday and type Florida man and see what crazy shit was happening in Florida on your birthday. (laughs) Yeah. So my, I did my birthday first. So this happened on November 10th, 2017. I turned 22, I think. I turned 22 in 2017. Mm, yeah. I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, because you graduated college at 22. Oh, no, no you graduated, graduated at 21. At 21. Yeah. Mm, so yeah, 22. Yeah, so I was 22. Okay, anyway, that's besides the point. So this is my Florida <laughs> man, like, horoscope, I guess. Um, so this is about the, this last name. Um, Joseph Vajlika. <laughs> that cannot be real, my goodness. Or it's pronounced Vaglika. It's it's spelled V-A-G-L-I-C-A. Is this a fucking BuzzFeed article you're reading? No, it's not. It's from the Orlando News. Wow. <laughs> so, so it's legit. Yeah, I'm saying it's Florida. When it's Florida, you just gotta roll up the punches. We only so Mr. Vajlika. <laughs> what we only report factual news stations here <laughs> yes so mr Vajlika, <laughs> uh 40 was arrested on charge of burglary with assault and battery um so he broke into this woman's home through the garage and this was an older woman mm-hmm. and he was acting very strangely i mean clearly he's breaking into someone's home but i like that he didn't do any research to like to see if she was home or not he was just like i'm just gonna gamble and hope she's not home (laughs) yeah usually you wait it out you know you sit in the car watch him come home watch him leave for work you know right and if he entered to the garage probably saw her car so he entered her bedroom and she was terrified that he was gonna hurt her in some way so um he ended up instead, as she's standing there, he just started going through her drawers of her clothes and putting them on and looking at himself in the mirror and trying on her clothes. <laughs> okay. And so she, while he was distracted with wearing the clothes, she ran to her son's house, who was next door, and he ended up following her and banging, wearing her damn clothes, banging on the son's bedroom window. And the son is like an adult son. Yeah. And then he just started rolling on the lawn like a dog. Is he on meth? Um, they said, um, so at this point they had called the police when she got to the son's house and everything. So he was just uh, rolling around. At this point. Around. At this point. Time. <laughs> I know. I like how she was just like, oh, he's looking through my clothes. Okay. Yeah. Now I'm going to leave. <laughs> Maybe Damn she's like, I want to see how this plays out. <laughs> yeah. I know this is Florida. Like, I want to see what happens next. Yeah. <laughs> and so while he's rolling on the lawn, 
the police come and arrest him, of course, and take him to jail. And um, they were unable to even conduct an interview because he was so intoxicated. He was not coherent at all. So it wasn't drugs, apparently. It was just alcohol. Wow. I'm thinking that's a lot of fucking alcohol to me. That's what I'm saying. That's almost like Miss Danielle who hit three cars (laughs) and didn't even realize she hit three cars. She must have been fucking blitz off her (laughs) ass to not know you hit cars. Like, imagine being that drunk. I I feel like I wouldn't do crazy things like that, you know? I've never blacked out. I feel like I, the, I definitely have like, ooh, don't 100% remember everything, I feel like. Yeah. Don't remember all the details. But um, I just, not having control of yourself like that, that terrifies me a little bit. Yeah. If I ever got to that point, I'd be sleeping on the lawn in the beginning. I wouldn't even be in the house. I wouldn't even make it to the house. Yeah, if you're that drunk. So I wonder if there were other things involved. Because we know with Florida, a lot of these are, you know, drug-related or drug-fueled. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you're going to talk about it, but um, when Florida's where bath salts first started, and they were and bath salts were fucking people up, and they were eating people's faces and yes. shit, like, and crocodile or whatever, that hard stuff that started in Florida, like. <laughs> I didn't know it started in Florida, but it makes sense. Sure. I'm pretty sure it did. I feel like I remember seeing a documentary. Um, So anyway, with Mr. Bajlica. Okay. um, No one was injured, luckily, just shaken up. And he, you know, was arrested and went to jail and everything. So I'm sure he's out by now. Yeah. He probably probably made bond or whatever. Yeah. Probably, you know, probably did like 30 days or something Mm -hmm. because he didn't hurt anybody. He was just. You know, broken and disorderly and yeah, acting wild. Well, so that's my Florida man horoscope. Is <laughs> I love that. I never knew that was, that was almost a thing. You guys are going to have to try that out for yourself and see what crazy Florida crime has happened on your birthday. All right. So my first one is pretty lighthearted. Nothing crazy, but it's just pretty. Um, it's entertaining, mind you. I did stories that happened. Uh, very recently. This story just happened August 3rd, 2021. Oh, wow. <laughs> so this happened three days ago <laughs> from mm-hmm. the day of our recording. So we are out in Clearwater, Florida, which is a beautiful place. And we begin with two, With we begin with a couple named Stephanie Lanis and Adolfo Riviera, which I feel like that's a pretty common name. Adolfo Riviera? That sounds pretty common. Stephanie, 45, and Adolfo, 35. Um, Now, both of these people have some history. They don't have the best history with the police. Stephanie and Adolfo have prior in the past been convicted of narcotics narcotics possession, which is that any a shock um, being from Florida. Um, They were (laughs) arrested lastly in October, arrested for stabbing her. (laughs) The article says (laughs) bow. What is this, 1985? Yeah, right. So she was allegedly um, arrested for stabbing her bow in the arm during a drunken confrontation, though prosecutors did not pursue a felony aggravated battery case against her. Now, so you're mixing um, narcotics with alcohol. um, So clearly there's going to be some issues here. Now, where the craziness ensues is that this time on August 3rd, um, the couple was arrested on domestic battery charges. For a fight that just didn't get physical, but it also got a little messy because there was spaghetti involved, Megan. It was a food oh fight. My oh my god, like Max Keeble's big move? Wait, what? Oh, maybe it's not you then that remembers that movie. <laughs> Wait, what is That's this? what I thought you were referencing. Oh my god, it's the be- Oh, it came out in like 2001. It has Josh Peck in it. It's so good. Oh my god, I'll have to watch it. I love Josh Peck. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a classic. Oh my gosh, I can't believe you've never seen it. <laughs> Well, there's a food fight scene in it. That's why. Oh, is there? Okay. Mm-hmm. Just Everyone thinking... watched that. If you were a child of like the 90s, early 2000s, like you will just be filled with so much nostalgia and joy. Back to the food fight. Um, Stephanie and Adolfo um, were arrested for their dinnertime incident in which both got fed up with an argument and shoved plates of spaghetti in each of their faces. Reports have shown that police noted that upon arriving to the house, which I think is funny because, like, who called the police? Like, neighbors, maybe? They both were arrested for um, assault charges. 
and um, reports show that they were both under the influence at the time. Now, the photos of them, which is so funny, because you see, you see Stephanie in her mugshot, and it looks like she has a little marking on the side of her face, right by her eyeball. And I don't know if it's um, a cut from the plate or if it's spaghetti sauce. oh my god that's hysterical like you couldn't you couldn't clean her up for her picture for her big photo right and it's so funny like they are literally in uh like they have were in intake inmate uniforms the orange ones literally for having a food fight (laughs) and they both pleaded not guilty the judge has allowed them to keep contact with one another and the case is still being investigated sounds like a toxic um you know relationship to me they just it's like they can't stay away from each other but they just they fight all the time and it's just so passionate with their spaghetti like i just don't know how adolfo um forgave stephanie after she tried to stab him in last october (laughs) that's true too not even the spaghetti but the stabbing (laughs) like a full year later you know they're still fighting. They're still drunk. They're still doing drugs. And now they're throwing plates of food at each other. Well, that's what and I'm saying. Their their love is taught just like Beatrice Camper, uh, where she killed her husband, the taxi driver. Yes, the snapped episode. So what I'm thinking is, I love how this is such a simple case, but I'm like diving deep into it. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking when Stephanie tried to stab Adolfo back in 2020, I think it was because of rage from the pandemic and lockdown. I think they were together for too long and she got fed up and in her drunken rage, she tried to stab him. Well, I, I, it's not a Florida story. It's a Oklahoma story. Mm -hmm. So something not, I don't know. I already know what you're going to say. (laughs) Oh, did I tell tell you this? Yeah. When he stabbed them in the thigh or something. Oh yeah. Um, so, (laughs) so my boyfriend has some friends out in Oklahoma and um they're now married but at the time they were boyfriend and girlfriend and he put his feet on the laundry that she had just folded like in the basket you know sitting lounging and she was like and she was like get your feet away and she for some reason had a bowie knife with her and was like (laughs) jab like doing pretend jabs at him like get it away but then she accidentally did stab him in the leg accidentally supposedly allegedly Mm, allegedly and it was like deep like he sent a picture like you could see the little flaps of like deep flesh and um they're married now so (laughs) wow that's wild (laughs) but it was an act it was an accident Accident, i'm like why are you playing with a booby knife (laughs) (laughs) he was honestly probably turned on by it (laughs) <laughs> never know down south <laughs> okay so this one is my heavy one the other one the last one is funny so this is unfortunately is your horoscope oh okay i'm used to having so, bad horoscopes anyways <laughs> <laughs> so this happened um this year um 2021 march 15th wow. and so a florida man was arrested and charged with murdering his grandfather but just the way that they figured it out is just insane. So this is according to the Orlando Centennial. So uh, a newspaper, an actual reputable source. This ain't no TMZ Buzzfeed shit. (laughs) Okay. So this happened in Dillon, Florida, and this involves 30 year old Colby Parker. So um, (laughs) a better, easier name to say, and it's Colby with a K. Oh, so not Colby Slayer. I don't know if I like that. Yeah, it looks weird looking at it. There was like an altercation, so he was already like in custody. He said that him and his grandfather had gotten to a fight while smoking marijuana. So there's the drugs. <laughs> okay. But I think it's funny because marijuana is like known to like make you chill, not violent. Yeah, right. Right? So maybe it was laced with something. I don't know. Maybe he got and... like paranoid or something. Oh, maybe. Yeah, because people react to it differently. Mm-hmm. And so he claimed that his grandfather came at him with a knife and he disarmed him using his own knife. So everyone's just got a fucking knife down south in their fucking pockets. Yeah. <laughs> it was just waiting. You never know when a gator's going to strike, Megan. That's true. <laughs> Instead of the gators, they use it on each other. Right? They're ready at all times. At all times. Well, okay. I also, something that I noticed when I was looking up Florida Man stories was that 
everyone finds an iguana in their toilet. Like I saw at least three where someone found an iguana in their toilet and called animal control. Wow. I've heard of like snakes and stuff crawling up. Like, I don't know. How do they get into the sewer pipes and shit? I don't get that. I don't know. Or maybe they like crawled in on in the bowl and were like, just like, Ooh, this is like a little hot tub. Ooh, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> like a hot box. Cause like you, you could see like just iguanas and shit just walking around. Yeah. And, like, and stuff. I saw it when I was in Dis- at Disney. I, I mean, you take a picture and then you leave. <laughs> yeah. That's what I do. So anyway, I got distracted. So they found the grandfather's body just like on the front porch. So he wasn't really hiding anything. So it wasn't really a, um, a mystery, I guess you could say. Yeah. And so they're questioning him saying, okay, so like, was this self-defense? What's the story? Your grandfather's dead. You're saying you're in altercation. What's going on here? And so as he's, they're questioning him and asking him questions, he just, he like leans over, like he's, you know, getting something out of his pocket. They're like, oh, the knife, is it coming back? Is it a gun? What is it? And he takes out two severed ears and puts them on the table as they're talking to him. And they're like, sir, why did you just pull out two severed human ears and put them on the table? And then, so apparently... He got irate that they were asking him about the fucking severed ears that he just put on the table. <laughs> well, so this makes me think that this is more than marijuana. Well, clearly. I mean, wouldn't you be upset too? <laughs> be like, how dare you ask me about these severed ears in my pocket while I'm being questioned for murder? How dare you? Well, didn't they see him on the porch without his ears? That isn't mentioned. They ended up afterwards... <laughs> They ended up afterwards having to do a DNA test just to make sure. And they, they were confirmed to be the grandfathers. So maybe they just had to, you know, jump through hoops to DNA test it to make sure. I think I could have determined that. Yeah, with my own two fucking eyes. <laughs> Who else is missing their damn ears? I know. The, the And they're probably like old man ears. They, they got like gray hair in them and shit. Like Cinderella matching the ear holes. <laughs> if the ear fits. <laughs> Jesus, this is so morbid. <laughs> okay, continue. Okay, so um, as I was saying, he got irate by questioning why are you pulling severed human ears out of your pockets? How dare you ask that? So mm-hmm. he lunged at the deputy and tried to grab their gun. And one of the deputies tried to grab their gun and their taser. And so three other deputies lunged onto him, kicked, punched, headbutted him. Just beat the shit out of him. Because, you yeah. know, you, like, you don't come for cops. You know? No. That's like, when you come for their oh, own, yeah. they fucking, it's over. Yeah. So, they didn't kill him. But um, they were able to, not seduce, subdue. <laughs> seduce him? <laughs> yeah. Man, that would that would have been wild. <laughs> that would have been, that would have made the story. So, they were able to subdue him and get the situation under control. And so mm-hmm. later on, he did confess to hitting his grandfather multiple times in the head with a baseball bat and stabbing him with a butcher knife um, oh. and then cutting off his grandfather's ears and saying that he only killed him because he wanted his grandfather to be rejoined with his deceased grandmother. Wow. Okay. So that doesn't make sense. I don't know what he was trying to go for. Well, I definitely thought, and I think this is a better reasoning and this is what he should have said is that he got sick of his grandfather being unable to hear him and having to repeat his fucking damn self over and over again so he cut off his fucking ears. That's exactly what I thought it was. I have to say, it is irritating to constantly have to repeat yourself to old people. I gotta say. So he ended up being charged. Parker, Colby Parker, ended up being charged with second-degree murder, battery on a law enforcement officer, and resisting with violence. And he was wow. held with that bond. So. <laughs> hmm. Wow. That's, I mean, usually everyone tells them, you know, they can get out, you know. I bet you it's that assaulting the police officer. They were like, mm, no leniency. Oh, yeah. yeah. Once you fuck with the popo, the judges don't like you. Right. When you fuck with the popo, it's a no-go. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to rhyme. Is it is it the apple honey wine? <laughs> I didn't know where you're going with that. <laughs> Just trying to make a rhyme. <laughs> well, shit. My birthday was in- an interesting day over in Florida. Yeah. Hmm. So don't be cutting your grandfather's ears off, I guess. 
Well, you know what? If I gotta repeat myself one more damn time, they might be coming off. <laughs> oh God, you're gonna be the next Florida man. Watch out, Grandpa. <laughs> oh my God, people were kidding. Allegedly, whatever we gotta say. <laughs> allegedly, yeah. Just kidding. So for my next story, this one's a little. Uh, it's got multiple layers to it. We'd like to say it's like an onion case. Ooh, um, okay. So we are again August third, twenty twenty one. Three days ago, um, we find ourselves with um, an, a now ex-FBI agent. Um, now, this story wasn't primarily in Florida, but um, some of the events occurred in Florida. So I justified it <laughs> as a okay. Floridian case because some crazy shit happened out in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> so we find ourselves with a man named David Lee Harris out in Tyler, Texas. Um he was an FBI agent, um, in which I'll explain to you what he did in the FBI, and it's even more shocking. He was based out of Louisiana, um, and he allegedly exposed himself to multiple children and molested one child in a period from 2018 to 2019. Um, the alleged crimes took place in Florida, Louisiana, and Texas. Um, and again, his name was David, and he's at the age of 51. So just think about that. The people that we have running the FBI... Um, are, you know, out there molesting children. I thought you said you had light ones. I'm not feeling the lightness of this. The first one was light. This one's not very light. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Harris, um, his position he held at the FBI offices in New Orleans, he was appointed to head up a regional division of the FBI that investigates online crimes against children including child pornography. Oh my god, Isn't so he probably got into he probably got in that field so he could have unfettered access. Exactly. What? And I'm sure he knew how what how and what to do to not get caught. But I mean, here we are, he got caught. Truth always comes out. Mm-mm. Right? So, he has since been charged with third-degree felony indecent indecent exposure. Um so now let me get into um the actual story of it and how he got caught is the wildest thing ever. Um, is it? something straight out of a Lifetime movie. Oh my god, I, I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> so, according to one of the Army reports, which he also works for some Army department, um, so not only does he work for the FBI, but he works for some United States Army department. So this he, is like some high-level guy. Exactly, yeah, and he's working for some top government agency. So what do these, they? Uh, what, I was gonna say, do they not do background checks? Do they not do like screenings? Like, I feel like I've had to go through more hoops to fucking work at a, a fucking pharmacy. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, I just like walked in and got the job at the hair salon. <laughs> okay, some of the people that we have in these high up positions, uh, they're pretty abusive, and they abuse their power. Shady. Uh, but anyways. Um, according to some reports, one of the alleged incidents occurred at a rental home in St. George Island, Florida, back in 2019, when Harris and his family were out vacationing. Um, Harris, this guy is fucked up. He's got something wrong with him. Harris allegedly took off all of his clothes at a pool party and started swimming in full view of two juveniles. Um, <laughs> when he was confronted about the situation, he apparently apologized and blamed his actions on being oh i was just drunk were there not any adults there to be like hey put your fucking clothes on you nasty ass man i'm sure there was yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) um so this is where it gets a little juicy where i was like wow this is like how he gets caught it's the craziest thing ever okay let me just get into it okay so apparently the man who reported Um, The skinny dipping incident over in Florida um, told authorities that he had found a letter from his wife that was apparently addressed to someone he believes to be Mr. Harris that talked about the sexual relationship they had while they were married to other people. So he's also having an affair. He's having an affair and his affair's husband found a letter that his wife wrote to Mr. Harris alleging about the affair. <laughs> oh my God. He really likes to put his dick out for anything or anybody. Right. And this is a man in a high government position. Um, so in the letter, um, this man's wife um, alleges um, that Mr. Harris exposed himself 
to two juveniles um, include that were including um, to be one of their daughters. So her <gasps> daughter, the woman that he was having an affair with. I'm sorry, um, but this woman is sleeping with a man that's exposing himself to her juvenile daughter. Yeah. I think there's something wrong with her too. And clearly she knew about it because she's writing it in this damn letter. That's how it got exposed. Yeah. So apparently she told detectives, because clearly she's going to be brought in for questioning since this letter was revealed. And it looks like, I mean, it seems like the letter was never sent to Mr. Harris because how did, you know, the affair's husband find it? Mm-hmm. Like, what, what is she doing? Where, where she put it? The junk drawer? Like, where's she trying to hide this letter? Well, I wonder if she did it because she was, like, trying to, like, get up the courage to send it. Or if she, like, needed to get her feelings out about the situation. She, like, journaled and wrote it down. Yeah. I bet you that's what it was. Maybe, yes. So, she told the detectives that she believed Harris exposed himself to her juvenile daughter on multiple occasions, both at their home in Texas and at the Harris's compound in Louisiana. Compound? So <laughs> yeah. So it looks like Mr. Harris was not only, you know, flying out to Texas uh, to, you know, engage in sexual activity with a different woman, but he was also in his home state. He was also in Florida where these actions were happening. So, you know, this was a pretty serious undertaking that he was doing, trying to hide this affair. So apparently in this letter, the woman also described another skinny dipping act another skinny dipping incident that occurred at her pool in Texas in July of 2018 when her daughter was 13 explained that the actual victim in Florida was one of her daughter's friends who had been vacationing with them. So this man is just deranged. He's just, you know, it's not just a one-time thing where he's drunk. He's doing it on multiple, multiple occasions in multiple different States, you know, with Mm -hmm. children watching. (laughs) He's a serial predator. Yeah. So now that they know that the daughter was, you know, you know, witnessed all this, she was also brought in for questioning. And the daughter confirmed that Mr. Harris exposed himself to her in Florida. And um, she alleges that he not, not only was it just in Florida, but he also exposed himself on different occasions um, and had touched her inappropriately. Oh, poor kid. Um, she states that Harris disrobed and swam in the pool in Texas in full view of her she also describes that an incident where she was feeling unwell and went to lie down she was lying under a blanket and alleges that harris undressed from the waist down exposed himself to her and laid down on top of her from which she started yelling and screaming for her mom harris allegedly got off of her and put his clothes back on Um, oh so he knew what he was doing was wrong yeah you know he's doing more than just you know flashing his pp yeah like you know sexually assaulting these little girls well good for that girl for screaming and you know because there's you know fight flight or freeze like you know some victims or survivors they'll they'll freeze and they won't know what to do she was like bitch i'm here to fight and she was screaming like good for her (laughs) so um as she told um detectives that most of the time most of the times that he was doing this he was um drunk or intoxicated um so it seems like he has a little bit of an alky issue and there's also evidence showing text samples um from his cell phone that confirm many of the allegations about his indecent exposure incidences and described many of his attractions to teenage girls so i'm assuming in many of those texts were probably him and his bros messaging about how hot this 13-year-old was or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, probably just mm-hmm. messages like that. Yeah, so that's basically it. Many There's also reports showing that the second victim, the girl's friend, um, confirms many of these allegations regarding the skinny-dipping incidents. Now, he let me just give you what he looks like. Just think of the most typical, um, boring, middle-aged uh, white man. Again, well, and I feel like he probably used alcohol to, like, loosen himself up to get, you know, liquid courage to yeah. do these things. Well, I'll say that I feel um, like if they, I mean, if they didn't find the letter, if that man didn't find the letter and bring it to authorities' attention, then, you know, things would have came to light eventually. Because the daughters were clearly traumatized by these interactions with this man. You know, mm-hmm. they were being forced to be around him because their mom, which also, wait, if the mom was having an affair... Why was he hanging around the daughters? Why did I never think of that? 
Well, I wonder if it was like, oh, he's like a family friend, guys. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. One of those things. Maybe, yeah. But, I mean, eventually those doubters probably would have came forward. I mean, the mom was clearly, you know, knowing what was going on. Mm-hmm. Well, so, I think that mother should be reprimanded for endangering children. Yeah. That's what I think. Yeah. And and whoever he was texting who's like, ooh, haha, little girls, haha, I think they should be looked into too. Yeah, right? Because why would you ever agree with that? Okay, so my final one is fun, is silly. Okay, make, okay. I'll make you feel better. <laughs> um, I think this was like like a TikTok trend or something. Okay. Um, this was, oh, and to go with the birthday theme, since Patrick was a guest on our show, I did his birthday. Okay. So March 22nd. Oh no, March 26th. Oh, 26. I'm looking at 26 and I said 22nd. It's okay. March 26, 2017. <laughs> Cause I looked up, I was like, when did I text him for his birthday? Oh, <laughs> that's how I looked it up. Um, so this is Florida man faces charges for eating pancakes in the middle of the road. Oh, okay. <laughs> so in Lakeland, Florida. Oh, and how he gets caught is so, so stupid too. Um, so the man's name is Kieran Thomas, 21. Mm-hmm. And he had, the picture is so funny. Y'all should look it up. He's got a little TV tray. Everyone know what a TV tray is? Yes. He's got his maple syrup. He's got a plate of pancakes. He's just eating in the middle of the road. How do the pancakes fit in that little TV tray section? Well, he had them, like, on a plate. You know a TV tray. Yeah, but is it, like, oh, like, it's not, like, the sectioned off one. No, it's, like, um, back in the uh, the early 2000s when you want to eat your TV dinner in front of the TV. Oh, yeah. a little table on the stand. Oh, my God. Okay. okay. That, you, like, that, like, folds up, like a fold-up chair. Yeah, so he had one of those and he was sitting in the middle of a crosswalk uh, on a busy street. And so someone, a witness called the police and was like, hey, um, there's just a dude in the middle of the road eating pancakes. <laughs> and so by the time the police got there, he was gone. They didn't have a name. They only had a description. Yep. And they're like, well, I guess he's going to get off scot-free. Did he leave any crumbs behind after he got caught? <laughs> Oh my god, that would have been hilarious. No. <laughs> DNA testing done on the pancake crumbs. It's the classic um, doing stuff for clout. So oh. he posted the video of him on Facebook with cars honking and people screaming, yelling obscenities at him. Yeah. And he put it on his Facebook and the local police were, I don't know if they found it or if they were given the information. Yeah. They probably posted something like, oh, if you have any information on this guy, let us know. And then the guy... Mr. Thomas posted on Facebook for clout. I, I love it when they when they comment under the police post. <laughs> oh my god, I've seen a bunch of those. Like, you'll never catch me, coppers. Yeah. And it's like, thank you for giving us your location and profile and all Thanks this. For stuff. That IP address. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's pretty much what he did. Like, he would have gotten away with it if he if he didn't just do it for views and on Facebook too. I love how that's the only story notable that happened on march 26th i just picked the first one that came up <laughs> oh so there was more that wasn't the only one right there wasn't the only one i just picked the first one that came up i love that though that's so funny so he when he was arrested he was like oh i just doing it for a prank for the lols and I'm like well you can't that's dangerous you can't do that so right. he was he faced charges of placing obstruction in roadway and disrupting the free flow of traffic they got a charge for everything. I know. Because I was thinking to myself, what if someone's car stalls, like, in the middle of the road? Are they going to charge them with something? Yeah, right? Like, it was an accident. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, I love that one. That was nice and light. Yeah, so he was just sitting, eating pancakes. I just love that he had, like, a little table set up, and he had his maple syrup, and Casey ran out, and he needed to add more. <laughs> like, I mean, I feel like outside looking in, it's funny. Yeah. I mean, I guess it is funny. You know what? Fuck the cops. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> no one got hurt. It was funny. I guess it would be one thing if there was like an accident because of it, but yeah, he was just being a goof. <laughs> just being a goof, and but I feel like they they were like, "Oh shit, we have to do something now," because like he posted it. He's making a mockery of us. We got to arrest him for something. Right. That's a good point. Like people were like following it, and you know, could you imagine writing that police report? <laughs> <laughs> so man eating pancakes <laughs> in the middle of the road on tv dinner stand 
Yes. <laughs> All right. So let's get into my final story, which this is also really recent. Um, and it just happened. And go figure. I don't think it happened in Florida, but the destination was Florida. So it counts. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, and this has been all over social media. Like I've seen so much about it. Yeah. And it's hilarious. So <laughs> um, I'll be talking about um, the man accused of groping and assaulting the flight crew on a frontier airline flight um, that happened just um, last week. Um, so we find Mr. Maxwell Barry who is at the age of 22, so he's a little boy. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) He was taken into custody at Miami International Airport and charged with three counts of battery assault. Now, Mr. Maxwell would appear, it didn't note in the articles that I read that he was drunk before getting on the flight, but he definitely was because on the flight, he had only gotten two drinks at the time and he had ordered a third drink um, but before he could get the third drink, he was yelling obscenities, yelling at the flight crew, telling them that they all fucking suck. That was what he was saying um, many times, and it was pretty hilarious to watch. Not only did he tell them that they sucked, um, but he also was screaming that my parents are worth more than fucking two million goddamn dollars. Now, if you watch the video, he's literally the only person in a three-row seat, and everybody's recording him and just watching him be literally deranged. Um, mm-hmm. And so- he's he thinks he's hot shit, and he's a fucking joke which is the best part everyone's just laughing and he's like my mommy and daddy have so much money and one of the videos i watched pointed this out um he's fucking on coach on frontier frontier you drive the plane your fucking self pretty much and he's bragging about how much money his parents have so funny the flight was probably 50 dollars. yeah right Um, so it is said, I don't even think it's alleged, I think there's video evidence, but Mr. Maxwell brushed an empty cup against one of the backsides of the flight attendant, who then told him not to touch her anymore. At some point, he then spilled a drink on his shirt, and he went to the bathroom, and he came back shirtless. After returning to his seat shirtless, a flight attendant helped him get another shirt from his carry-on, so they were like... So you need to put a shirt on. They're helping him get his carry-on down from the overhead compartment to put a shirt on. Like he's a big baby that they're trying to take care of. Right. So then he was also walking around for another 15 minutes on the plane, just walking up and down, where he was then um, uh, seen grabbing the chest of two female flight attendants, in which they called a male flight attendant over to watch Barry, who is hysterical. We'll give you guys his exit interview um, a little <laughs> bit later on. And it's, you do not want to miss this interview. Oh my God. I, I was cack. Everything he says is perfection. <laughs> We're going to play it for you guys and your lives will be changed. I love this man. His name is what? Alfredo Rivia or Rivera. Alfredo. Do not He's forget a- that name. He's a king. <laughs> Um, so Mr. Alfredo comes over to watch to watch over Maxwell, um, where then an altercation ensues and Maxwell is seen punching um, Mr. Alfredo, the flight attendant. And then after Mr. Maxwell is detained on the plane by, you know, not only um, the flight attendants, but, you know, bystanders who are just there trying to get to Miami, <laughs> Alfredo then to uh, duct tape. Mr. Barry to the seat where he's not only duct taping his body, but he's also duct taping his mouth. <laughs> to keep his mouth shut. All he's just blabbering. To keep his damn mouth shut. People were saying, oh, they're afraid that Alfredo is like going to get in trouble because taping him to the seat that has to be against the law or something. It's actually, it is flight attendant protocol when someone's disorderly like that. Because what can you realistically do on a plane? Like you have yeah. to keep the other people safe. So he was within his right to tape. I don't know about the mouth, but he wasn't within his right to tape him to the seat. Well, so Frontier's action, Frontier firstly responded by saying uh, that he had been suspended 
um, since the crew had not followed proper policies for restraining a passenger. Like, what are the proper policies? I don't, what do you do? Well, I thought, I thought I heard that taping him to the seat was proper. Oh, I'm not sure. Frontier responded and said that wasn't proper policy. Well, Um, I don't know. Like, do they have handcuffs? They don't have handcuffs. Not unless there's like an air marshal on board. Exactly. Appears that Frontier had retracted their initial statement saying that it was rushed because of all the, um, you know, news outlets that were reporting the story and all the videos that were being shown. It added that the crew had been sent on paid leave according to the rules pending an investigation. So whatever their policies are, they were following policy and, you know, understanding of the situation. We're going to give them paid leave and possibly keep them depending on an investigation. Um, what else well, is- it would suck if the crew gets in trouble for that fucking white bread, drunk ass, dumb yeah. butt Maxwell. <laughs> And you know what? Like, he's drunk, clearly deranged, um, yelling obscenities to the flight crew. Assaulting uh, people. Assaulting, sexually assaulting, grabbing the flight attendant's breast, screaming that his parents are worth $2 million, punching a flight attendant. You know, what else could they have done? (laughs) Really? That's why I I stand by Alfredo. Yeah. So, firstly, I want to play the video of Mr. Maxwell... Uh, screaming, yelling, claiming his family's rich, but he's flying frontier. <laughs> so let's get this little clip of Maxwell being deranged. Clearly from those videos, uh, nobody gives a fuck about him. <laughs> if anything, they were loving his <laughs> his humiliation. Yeah. I was yeah. just thinking, it's like in the medieval times, those little things, I don't remember what they're called, but you put your head and your hands through for like oh, public yeah. humiliation. Yeah. They do that to the town drunk every night or whatever. And I'm thinking, <laughs> he's just the town drunk and he's <laughs> yelling shit from his little, um, oh, what are they called? And there's a... a a crowd gathering just pointing and laughing and throwing potatoes at him and shit like that's what i that's like the modern day equivalent of that i mean you can hear the laughter from everybody on the flight i know at him, and he's still deranged and he's like help me help me and they're like nah <laughs> so let's get the clip of mr alfredo the frontier crew member who detained maxwell by using duct tape now you are Prepare to laugh your ass off. <laughs> now understand something. I'm a flight attendant. That means I attend the flights. Sometimes our job has us attending to crazy people. If you push us too far, you're going to have to attend this ass. You see, because on this particular flight, I'm sitting in the jump seat and I'm just looking at him like the damn fool. He's spitting and cussing and going crazy. I say, that's enough. I got up and I walked over there, and by the way, this man smelled like a pack of Marlboro cigarettes, uh, four shots of Everclear alcohol, and regret. So I know something's about to go down. At this point, he touching all over my co-worker's breast. And where he f***ed up at is when he touched my titties, because I don't play that. So what I did is I took out the duct tape. I said, he got scared, start stuttering, say, hold up. Wait a minute, something ain't right. I said, yeah, we about to mummify your ass now, boy. So we wrapped him up. Better than any Christmas present you ever see. He won't be coming on no more frontier flights at all. (laughs) (laughs) That is so good. I love love he smells like cigarettes, alcohol, and regret. Regret. Now, okay. I wanted, wait, what are you, okay, so what are your thoughts on his interview? I mean, it was gold. I feel like he needs to be on reality TV. On reality TV. Okay, so now that you said that, I'm going to ruin it for you. Oh. So when I sent it to you, I thought it was real. <laughs> and so I found out that he's actually trying to get a comedian. It is, it is the real flight attendant. But he's yeah. trying to get a comedy career on YouTube. So it was like a fake interview with like fake um 
Oh, um, my God. But it seemed so real that it took me a while to, like, figure out. Like, it was confirmed that it was, like, a skit. But it sounds like, I mean, that's his account of it. But he adds, like, his, you know, comedy spin to kind of go, you know, like, get fame off of what happened and stuff. Because he's, like, trying to be a comedian. Well, it made the news station. Like, his interview? Yeah, that was on the news station. I, I wonder if they don't know that it was like... Yeah, I wonder if they actually think it was a reporter. I, I don't know, but that's that's my understanding of it. But I still think that that's like his account. He's just, you know, making it entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, but so when you said he should be on a reality show, I'm like, yeah, like he's brilliant. He should be like a, <laughs> like a thriving comedian. It was... Well, he's probably The delivery like, is perfect. I need to ride this train because Frontier mm-hmm. is firing me. So I need to make as much as I can off this story. <laughs> right. Yeah. He's going to launch his comedian career. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, whether or not he wrote that script, you know, he wrote it and that was fucking hilarious. <laughs> I know. It was, oh my God, just listening to it over again. I was trying not to laugh. <laughs> I was going to mummify your ass. Because <laughs> even like his sound effects, his sound effects were duct tape was spot on. Loved I said it. that too. I When Nick showed me, I was like, he should be like a voice actor. Like that was so good. Like it sounded like real tape. Well, you know, now you now you say like he like recorded that himself. You know, it makes sense that like he had time to perfect the sound effects. For, right. You know, I wonder how many times he filmed that story, that that video. And I feel like if it was real, they would have cut him off because it was like too funny, you know? Yeah. But he was able to like finish the skit, you know? Like <laughs> literally the entire thing is so quotable. It's so good. It is. Oh my and I'm God. happy to give him a platform for his career. <laughs> like, but I didn't want to ruin it until after we played it because I mean, I feel like either way, it's still funny. So Mr. Maxwell, he ended his flight. He did make it to Miami, but then was arrested. He was released on bond for $1,500. Well, his parents are millionaires, so they probably paid it. Right? He's probably going to Miami to, like, party without masks and stuff. (laughs) He's still out for, um... He's still fighting charges of battery assault. Three of them. Good luck in your career. You're so (laughs) funny. I'll watch your comedy special on Netflix. (laughs) Yes. That was so much fun. We really enjoyed recapping some iconic stories in Floridian history. Mm -hmm. Um... Some recent, some very recent. <laughs> and we can always count on Florida to give us a great episode of Crime on Tap. Mm-hmm. Yes. Whenever we're struggling, we'll just go into the Florida tank. Right. <laughs> Florida bin. I don't know. Alrighty. So thank you guys again for joining us on another episode of Crime on Tap. Be sure to follow us over on Instagram at Crime on Tap Pod. Be sure to share with your family and friends to help us get more listeners to the episodes um, to maybe hopefully... Um, avoid another anchor ad but we're sorry you had to listen to another one again this episode we thank you so much for listening to the full thing and getting us our quarter penny (laughs) (laughs) for every episode well perfect thank you guys so much for joining us we'll see you guys next time where where crime crime is is always always on on tap tap. (laughs) (laughs) little hee hee hee